A lot of times I talk about picking up a shovel and doing the work. Look for the people that look like they are willing to help. Today's guest, Charlotte Tolley, embodies that in all the ways that you can think of. Charlotte is the CEO of Nourish Knoxville, a nonprofit organization cultivating healthy communities by supporting relationships between you know, farmers, producers, and the public. She was part of a volunteer team that founded the Market Square Farmers Market back in 2004, and she is the founding director of Nourish Knoxville, um, which was founded in 2013. So for basically 20 years, she has helped connect farmers, connect people with live that live from the land with the public and with well, the, with the people that care about it. And what you're going to hear from her is someone that cares and someone that is willing to put in the work to make it all happen. As always, Big Ideas Welcome. Oh, hey, you're listening to a podcast right now. It's Big Ideas Welcome. And I am your host, Chris McAdoo. I am honored to be in your ears, and I am honored to thank the Knoxville Entrepreneur Center, a nonprofit business accelerator located right in the heart of downtown Knoxville, Tennessee, otherwise known as the Maker City, for helping make all this happen. And I want to say thank you to you as well for listening, and I'm so excited to introduce you to Charlotte Tolley. I'm Charlotte Tolly, and my big idea is someone has to say yes and do the work. You have to say yes to what you can do and be realistic about what your capabilities are, what your passions are. You know, I've asked a lot of people I really respect to be on our board or, you know, become or employees or, or whatever. And I really appreciate also the saying, no, you know, what is good for their lives or their business they need to say no to mine and same for me. So if there's something that you're really passionate about and can do saying yes, and then following that up with actually showing up and doing the work. Um, I may have done that a little bit to a fault when I was younger and had a lot more time, you know, when I worked jobs that I just left at the end of the day and was privileged enough to be in a place that I had a lot of time and energy and could say yes and also do the work. Sometimes it just takes someone realizing where the holes are, the gaps are in getting something done and saying, you know, I can do this. I can, I can be this person that does the thing that I want to see happen. You know, you don't think of farmers as naturally as entrepreneurs all the time. Um, but there are people who are running a business. I mean, a lot of what we do is, you know, is supporting small businesses you know, with people who aren't getting rich off of making like the best cookie that they've ever had or growing a bunch of tomatoes. But you know, that lifestyle of trying to do something that you care about and still be able to support your family or your, your life. It takes all kinds of different businesses and people and personalities to bring something as big as the market square farmers market together. Um, and you know, like most entrepreneurs, like you may have an amazing idea for the th- the thing that you do, but you still need other people who are not going to do everything well. You know, somebody has to still tell people that the market is happening and tell you where to be and make those decisions and like control where people bring their dogs and, you know, communicate with everyone equally and try to be as fair as possible um, so that everyone is is in it together and, and try to create that 
that fairness and that even playing field for different people to be able to come together, bringing those people together to that do what they do really well. And then we help to make sure that some of those other pieces that they need are also done. Um, yeah, 20 year anniversary is such a time to look back um, and really think about where you came from. And, um, you know, you can't separate our growth from the growth of Knoxville. You know, public markets aren't a, a new idea. Like my big idea isn't that I like created public market spaces. Um, that's pretty common. It, it was really rewarding just even if it was a much smaller market, if we only had 10 or 20 vendors, there was this real group of people who were really excited about just anything happening. And it felt like you were really working together to make things better. Um, and then, you know, here we are and things are better. They're worse in some ways, I guess, but there's, it's a really, you know, downtown Knoxville has become, I don't know. It's a really weird place right now. Uh, it feels like, when you're just like able to sort of step back and like when I can walk into the market, since I'm not necessarily on site anymore, like I'm not there at six 30 AM and like seeing it slowly grow. Like I actually have the opportunity now to walk away and walk in. And I just think like, who are all these people? Like, what are they doing here? How did they find out like, what is happening? Um, and you know, we have vendors who don't necessarily know who I am and I can walk up and, walked up to somebody to get coffee and they're like, Oh yeah, do you come often? I'm like, I do, I do come often. And it's really wonderful. Cause all I really wanted was there to be a great farmer's market and a vibrant, you know, downtown and people that made amazing things and brought them to me. And now they do. So it's, you know, that motivation now is much more just making sure that this is an entity and a thing that can and carry on when I'm not around. So I'm very much in like a, okay, this is a thing that works and it's important to a lot of people. So now how do I make sure that it happens whether I'm around or not? There were different ways we could have gone. Um, we left, we split with the Market Square District Association because it sort of achieved its mission of bringing people downtown um, and started Nourish Knoxville. And we could have made it a for-profit. We could have made it a nonprofit. And there were a lot of discussions around what the market should be. And we chose nonprofit partly because it just felt right. Um, that it be something that isn't for one person's benefit or, you know, you're not beholden. To, it just feels like the right thing. And we wanted to do a lot more education and have the opportunity to respond to other like local food system work. A lot of people in nonprofit, especially from the outside feel like, people working in nonprofit should be giving of their time because they care. And we do, you know, everyone on our staff really cares. Like it's a, it's rewarding work, but also it's your life. Like people can't do full-time work without getting paid to do it. Um, and so at some point this is like, either this becomes my job and I get paid an actual salary and how do I get health insurance and those types of things. Um, and how do we make sure that our team is also well taken care of? I mean, and also, you know, COVID, not to always talk about it, but it was really hard on our staff. There's um, about half that was there pre-COVID that's still there and half that are post-COVID. Um, and that's just living in that sort of like emergency response for 
two solid years was really exhausting. And so really trying to make space for people to be able to, you know, go to the dentist and take care of themselves um, is, is really challenging from a, a small staff and, you know, a small nonprofit, but um, is really important going forward, I think, to make sure that we can continue. I mean, if you create something, you know, I will put in a lot of work and I created a job that works really well for me. You know, like I, I did that works for how my brain works for how the things that motivate me. Um, and then bringing other people in means that you know, trying to give some amount of leverage for people to be able to also bring on, you know, what they're passionate about to the nonprofit, um, and be able to do some of that work. And you will, you know, if you're excited about the work and you feel like it's important, then you're, you're more likely to do go above and beyond, but it is important that, you know, nonprofit work or giving back isn't just open to people who happened, you know, or in a dual income or independently wealthy and can just give back. I mean, it's, it's not sustainable and it really separates, you know, the people it's more of like the sort of bad side of charity where you just have this very big separation between the people you're giving to and the people who are giving and they, you know, those experiences aren't the same. And, and we are a nonprofit that does have like earned income and these, you know, this very public face. So we're, we're lucky in that way. You know, we're always trying to see like, what should we be doing? Um, what other work is not being done that we are uniquely qualified to do. This is important to the farmers and other people. And so we're still trying to make sure that people are empowered to make their own food choices and be able to come to our markets and purchase things from we do a lot of um, nutrition incentive programs that allow people to purchase their own food, but that element is important. And it's that aspect of the organization I think is where we're going to be sort of focusing on, but, you know, coming back post pandemic and just where we are now at 20 years, there is a lot of just like, let's figure out what our systems are. Let's figure out if this is working for everybody. Like what are we doing? How do we make it easier and better for the people that are here and keep around for the next 20 years? When you make a promise to do the work, the important step is to then do the work. <laughs> that takes time, it takes effort, and it takes a commitment like Charlotte Tolly. I hope you all enjoyed her big idea, and I hope you want to learn more. Check out the, the Knoxville uh, Farmer's Market and look up Nourish Knoxville and see all of the amazing work that they are doing now and I think are going to continue to do for the next 20 years and far beyond that. Thanks again to the Knoxville Entrepreneur Center and thanks to you for listening. If you've got a big idea or if you've got somebody uh, you know with a big idea, I want to hear about it. Hit me up directly. Hello at BigIdeasWelcome.com. As always, I'm Chris McAdoo, and I am honored to be in your ears with the Big Ideas Welcome podcast. Thanks for listening to the Big Ideas Welcome podcast. This show is produced and edited by Anthony Palmer and is part of the Palm Tree Podco Network of Podcasts. Big Ideas Welcome is hosted by Chris McAdoo and brought to you by the Knoxville Entrepreneur Center, a nonprofit business accelerator located in the heart of downtown Knoxville, Tennessee. You can learn more at knoxcc.com and submit your own big ideas and entrepreneurial adventures at madefornoxville.com.